Hello, hello. How's everybody doing out there? YDBT Daily on a Thursday, coming at you on a Thursday. That's right. Every Thursday, 8 o'clock, we come here and uh, hang out with the people, give you about an hour and a half of show talking about uh, car culture, car-related things, news, whatever you want to talk about. Now, we have gotten an absolutely awesome feedback or uh, we have gotten absolutely awesome feedback on the John Lund Jr. interview. I really want to do more interviews, and I've spoken to people that want to do interviews in the past, but the problem has been um, scheduling conflicts. So if you really want to sit down for with me for about an hour and a half or two hours of your time, make yourself available. But you got to be a somebody. You know what I mean? You got to be a somebody. You know, like I had a couple of guys lined up. Um, they ended up not being available, but I'd love to get some interviews going, maybe do it a weekly, maybe make it do a weekly thing. It could be Saturday morning where not a lot of stuff is happening. I'll get you interviewed and we'll air it during the week sometime. But today what we're going to talk about is the Tesla recall is not like all recalls. Also, if the Mustang goes particular filter, what does that mean for the industry? And a couple of you sent me a picture of Harrop offering a 2650 supercharger for for a small block Ford, which I think is way too much supercharger for a small block Ford. You understand? I think a 2650 is way too much, unless it's a motor specifically built for boost. A lot of people think that if you just shove a uh, supercharger on top of my motor in my small block Ford, <clears throat> that it'll make 800. No, you, you got to change potentially a lot of things, specifically the cam. Okay, right now that is set up for NA and nitrous. I don't think with, with a blower on top, it's going to do all that good. You got to spec it out properly, but it's for a fuel injected application. I am not going to do any fuel injection stuff on this car. It's going to stay simple, period correct, and I'm going to leave it alone. But let's get right to it. Before we do anything, let's have Mr. Bill O'Reilly say hello to the people. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. It does suck. Two auto salucha in Puerto Rico. Allá con Anuel and Archangel que están de tirarea. Holy shit. Two auto solution. Nothing to do with cars. Race Motive, Race Motive on Instagram. They got some racing going on. They're going to add Moscow to the schedule. Check it out. Dean Half Formers, parts, injectors, tires, you name it. Anything you want to buy online and you want to save a little bit of money, YDBT, mention YDBT, mention the show, the peasant chat, or whatever. They'll hook you up. Part Farm, partfarm.com. Looks like they got a Cobra. Are they going to get a Cobra in the house? Looks like it's one of those Mystic Cobras. Gay shit. Check them out. Conformance, conformance.com offering now tensioners, black anodized tensioners, double tensioners, triple tensioners, quadruple tensioners coming soon. Ultimateheader, ultimateheader.com, ultimateheader on Instagram. PMAS, Nick James and PMAS, Calumet Transmission, calumetransmission.com. He will be doing the ZR1 transmission probably by the beginning of the year. I think I should be able to get the car to him at the beginning of the year so I can get that car in the nines this upcoming race season. We'll talk to the people, get a little monologue out of the way, and we'll talk some shit. Andy Ali, Coyote Fury, Travis, 2000 MCR, Money 540, Franklin Smith, DR Fox, Michael Rodriguez, RoboStyle, Joe Jackson, Joe Swish says, good evening, Sam Morales, 1320 Mafia, Darren Harper, B. Lavesh, Coca-Cola has the best Roush supercharged Mustang in the history of the Sinaloa cartel. I'm Hong Solo, Pita Chiquito, Javi, Blue 99, Clean 93GT, JD Swag, Slow 99, Wesley Stewart, Magyar, Low, Cobra, Commander, Jeremiah Rivera, Dixon, Dustin, Brian 03 Cobra, Walter Hoffman, Fletcher, South Detroit Entertainment says, Buenas noches de Detroit, hermano. 
Mr. What the fuck does this say? Oh, man, this thing skipped everywhere. Mr. Prime 269, Mr. D, uh, Diego, Dakota Kid, Fern, uh, says time for another dose of Alex, Carter TV, Mendoza Coyote, TJZ, Craig Walls, Mr. Billet Coyote himself. Craig Walls, do me a favor. Put her number down on the chat. How much was that Noonan Billet running you? Okay, put an up arrow for more than 50000 or a down arrow under 50000 for that billet for 60. Dad, <laughs> your dad is home with the milk, says Dad. EPA says hello, fellas. Freedom Riders, Carter, Slow 99, Carter TV, Elva Galaga, Hoodie, Javier Carlos. Well, that's an interesting name. Franklin Smith, Nardi Mercado, uh, YouTube Corp, and a free speech, Pat Oliver, Ken Phillips. Let's see how the people all the way down here. Fletcher, Dad says LRS equals Lund Racing Self Serve. Hell no, you'll never know what that means. You'll never get the S. Glass of Cardi, Amir, Fidel, Elia, Nuxo, Coca Cola, Leon Phillips, Low and Slow, Chemicalzer, Rocco, Z, Oli. Now, let's just talk. When the news organizations out there that dislike Tesla, now understand this everything you hear, you got to put some salt in that bitch because it has an agenda. 100% it has an agenda. That's a funny post. <clears throat> now, that's a funny post. I'm sorry, Nardi Mercado. That's a very funny uh, uh, post there or uh, comment. So, if, if a news outlet tells you something, you got to do more research. You got to do more stuff in the background. You got to really hone in on what they're talking about. So, when they say Tesla recalls 2 million vehicles. All you got to do is look at the article and then read a little bit. But I know some of you can't read, and that's okay. It's an over-the-air update. It's literally a software update. You connect to your home's Wi-Fi in the garage or your phone's Wi-Fi. It automatically downloads an update, and it software update complete. That's what they're calling a recall. It's not like you forgot to put the retainer for the parking brake a paw or the little lever <clears throat> that keeps the car in park, Ford. It's not anything to do with busted blocks, 2.7 Ford. It's not nothing to do with the 10R80 Ford. It has to do with a software change. So a lot of people go, oh my God, did you hear about the Tesla recall? I'm like, the 2 million cars that were recalled, aka software update. I guarantee so a lot of people don't even understand that and epa is 100 percent right most people can't load a tune into their car imagine them trying to do an over-the-air update from a tesla the nice thing is epa the tesla kind of prompts you what to do it says click here update available you click you connect to the wi-fi choose your wi-fi mine has a verizon uh you know hot spot or even get close enough to the apartment it'll get it's my wi-fi and be good to go so a lot of people go oh my god you talk shit about ford's recalls what about tesla's recalls I have never, to this day, do I have to this day? This day. To this day. To this day. To this day. To this day. Heard of a recall from Tesla where you have to bring the car in. I don't know that. I don't know of any recall yet of Tesla that you got to bring the car in. Ford, brake reservoir leak in. 21 and up Mustangs have a brake reservoir leak. What the fuck is that? And then, you know what the nice thing is? that they do is they, they they do you the great favor to update your calibration. Understand this, guys. If you go to Ford to get any work done, they're almost required to update you to the latest calibration. What does that mean? So in 2015 through 2017, they all had their specific codes, but they changed some stuff 
a little revision here and there based on software, based on feedback, whether it's a shift schedule change, whether it's a spark table change, stupid little tiny things, and they would update your calibration. So they would absolutely go up there and tell you, you need to be updated to the latest tune. What happens? It changes the strategy on the car, and it unmarries your car from your tune. Now, some places license, like we license HP Tuner stuff with your VIN number and a serial. So you cannot change that because the VIN number and the serial are specific to that vehicle. That's why we ask you to put a VIN number in. You give us the VIN number or take a restore file, aka suck off the stock, the stock tune. In the stock tune, when you open the software, it gives you a VIN number and a controller serial ID, and those are what is married to your car. So it'll unmarry it, but you should be able to reflash the car without issuing credits. Engage, SET, and others were actually unmarrying the car, and then you had to get an unlock file, especially Engage guys. And by the way, a lot of people out there still looking for used Engages. If you have a good working Engage, good for you, but if you got a broken screen or a bad cable, even though there are cable replacements, you're going to have to eventually buy something that's updatable or updated, even though as of now, as of December 14, 2023, Engage is the GOAT. That doesn't mean something isn't on the horizon that might trump that and be just as capable, if not more capable. So be on the lookout for news when it comes to that. Now, diesel particulate, I'm sorry, gasoline particulate filters are coming. They're coming. Now, I don't know what's going to happen with a diesel particulate filter. But I think what's going to happen is similar to to what happens to diesels. Diesels that are equipped with a DPF, if you disable the DPF and just throw a straight pipe in there, the diesel will not run unless you tune it to ignore the particulate filter stuff in the tune. That is literally tampering. Now, current Mustangs, Thank you to JPC and Steeda for making this public. The moment you cut the cats off the bitch or you shove long tube headers in it, you know, deleting emissions components, car still runs. So thank you, Ford. Thank you, Ford, for allowing cars that after they get their emission stuff hacked off, the car still runs. Because now the tuner cannot be held liable for tuning a car when on the stock tune, the car runs better makes more power once you put headers on it and take the catalytic converters off. But let's say in the very near future, a gasoline particulate filter shows up in your Mustang. Now, you remove it because you want to be the NA King Daddy and get all the clout on Instagram. And it does not run. And it's not tunable. Here we go. The people that are now going out there running 10s and running numbers on S650s can do so because Ford luckily allowed the cars to still run okay when you remove emission, federally mandated emissions components. But if they do a gasoline particulate filter and the S650 has been out for a little while now, it's six months, four months or whatever, it's not tunable. Whereas 18 all the way up to 23 were tunable right off the rip. 21 F-150 wasn't tunable for two years. Then you thought you were going to be able to cross flash 21 to 22 and you can't. You got to take it, get it unlocked. And 23 F-150, same thing. So in the olden days, back when I was, I don't know, 39, you could take a 2015 tune 
and cross flash it to a 2017. So if I had a 2015 Mustang manual, JLT cold air, LU47, da 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 da, I can take that tune and flash it in a 17. The calibration, even though it changed uh, officially, cross flashing was allowed. That's why 03, 04 Cobras, you can kind of use the same tune. GT500s, I can throw a ARL5 in a 1112 and probably have to, won't have working cruise control, but it will run. That's what I'm saying. Mustangs were cross flashable between 15, 11 to 14, all cross flashable, 15 to 17, all cross flashable. 18 is when they started this crazy shit. Where in 2018, you could not cross flash into a 19. How did we find that out? My 19 Mustang, I bought it. We tried to put an 18 tune in it. It would not start. We needed to now develop a tune for every year vehicle going forward. So that's why we got an, <clears throat> an 18, a 19, and a 20. 19 and 20 were cross flashable. Again, 19 and 20 were cross flashable. 21 to 23 were not. You couldn't put a 19 to 20 tune in a 21 plus. So that's when it became kind of a rigmarole and then different devices had to be introduced. Engage was good up to 2020 and not good 21, 23. Things got lost. They went out of business. Is acabo el party. So be ready. People that want to buy the latest and greatest Mustang, the moment you take off that, that gasoline particulate filter, now you are literally tampering with emissions. If the car does not run, you probably won't be able to tune it for a year. So I highly urge you guys, if and when Mustang, which could be five years from now, who knows, but if and when Mustang comes with a gasoline particulate filter, I think you're going to be up shit's creek if you try to tune it. Now let's quickly talk about the 2650 Harrop uh supercharger for small block fords cool in theory but let's be honest this is way too much blower for most guys this uh 2650 if you understand how the rotor pack works is a great thought but i would basically mimic what ls guys do i know i know but ls guys have more experience with this type of supercharger in a push rod application than fords do fords had a piece of shit like Holly B&M weird junk uh, ro a blower uh, available for them. I'm not 100% sure, but I think Whipple makes stuff for small block Ford. But this looks to be an intercooled, intercooled 2650 that fits a small block Ford. And that's cool if you build your small block Ford to it. I don't think this on 10 PSI on pump gas on my car would run well. It might have made a shitload of torque, but I might do damage to the thing unless I change the cam so that it could take advantage and change the cam profile on the intake opening valve angle and, um, and the exhaust opening uh, angle to be favorable for positive displacement boost. Very cool. I really appreciate Harrop going out there and trying new stuff. It looks to be pretty low profile. It looks to be EFI. If you put a 4150 car plate into this, I might be willing to change my cam up. But for now, it looks to be super cool, but not something that I would probably be interested in because I really don't want to do that much on that car. Now, another picture that I saw, and if you are on my Instagram, you saw this and you probably laughed your ass off. And we could talk about this too. It's uh, the Anakin Skywalker meme. Where he's like, I'm going to sponsor you. And she says, because I'm a good racer. And then the face. And then her big, massive honkers say, because I'm a good racer, right? And apparently, 00 Shit Show was the one that made this thing. 
Now, this thing struck a nerve a lot of a lot of people on Instagram. A lot of people thought it was deadly accurate. And I started to think to myself, what good looking chick that has been sponsored by everyone and their mother is a good racer? Don't talk to me about drifting. Drifting is not racing. Drifting is a judged sideshow. That's all it is. Drifting is a judged sideshow. Like if you put judges in the middle of High Street and Maple Street in Holyoke while Chargers, Hellcats, Trackhawks, and Mustangs are doing donuts killing people and you judge which one did the best, it's as good as a drifting competition, maybe with less herpes, right? Maybe with less herpes. But I really think that it's interesting that if a girl is, let's say, I don't know of any very good female racers, wait a minute, that don't have a insanely great crew behind them. Most of the really popular and fast female racers have a badass crew behind them and all they got to do is do a burnout and cut a light. Similar to Senior. Senior does a burnout, cuts a light, but he built the car. He is the crew. Junior tunes it. So then you go, okay, in any sport, motorsports, what female has built it herself, tuned it herself, raced it herself, and been highly successful at it? Nardi Mercado, please stop. Stop being a fucking simp about Lizzie Muzi. Please stop being a simp. She has her dad and all the millions of dollars of his business pushing that operation. No, no offense to her. She still has to drive the car. What I'm saying is, typically, and no, stop it with Ashley Force. What are you fucking psycho? Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. So I thought it was a funny meme. And usually the girls that get sponsored are really good looking girls. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I could understand if a racer is busting his ass, building his own shit, tuning his own car actually hitting up a lot of events he can't get a fucking fitting sponsorship he can't get a turbo sponsorship he can't get a, a, a anything sponsorship people like me do because i have a way of selling parts but people that bust their ass and are successful even in a lower racing capacity these men that are just busting their butt get passed up they get passed up for a daughter of a a, a daughter no, no, here we go, you fucking simp. Simp. He, they have the best shit. They have the best shit. All they got to do is cut a light. Like, tell me anyone that has done it on their own, and I'll show you someone that has a... Uh, tell me a successful female race car driver, and I will show you a crew behind her that is an all-star crew in their particular field. No offense to them, it's just the truth. But really hot chicks typically tend to get the sponsorship. It's just how it is. John Force has a huge mansion. Ashley Force being mentioned is wild. Right. The Forces. You know who I could say would probably be somebody that is a good example of a female racer that got put somewhere based on her looks. And then once she got there, she was awful. Uh, what's the girl with the GoDaddy uh, sponsorship? She used to, uh, she's either still with Brett, uh, 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 not Brett Favre, the other guy, <laughs> the guy Brett Favre got replaced by. Um, I'm trying to think the guy that got, that got replaced by. 
every known female good driver has a famous male ex-racer as their backer. 100%. Danica Patrick. Danica Patrick is a perfect example of a very pretty girl that has a sour puss on her face. She always looks pissed off. She thinks she deserves good guys. But you, you're not sweet and, and, and cute and nice. You're just kind of like a pain in the ass. She got put in race cars and she sucked. But she got kept in race cars because she was attractive. And once she was exposed for sucking, they had to say, bro, we got to get someone in here. There's a guy in the minor league that's tearing it up. There was a guy that said the N-word on a, on a video game thing, got kicked out of NASCAR, was so talented that he went back to the minor leagues or whatever, did dirt car shit, did uh, low-end shit, and after two years of dominating, people were like, bro, I'm sorry, you can say the N-word all you want, get up here, get up here because you're winning, and I... Imagine that that's what it takes. You would rather take a guy that said the N-word publicly, took his lumps down in the minors, came back up, as opposed to Kyle Larson, exactly, as opposed to a really attractive girl that had nothing, she had no, you, you guys could simp all you want. You guys, a lot of you guys out there probably get mad right now. You got this brow. You're like, Alex is such a misogynist. No, I'm a realist. Because if she would have won some races in NASCAR, you would have been like, she's legit. She is legit. She's winning. She ain't taking no shit. She's placing high. There is no issue. But she never did. She didn't do shit. All she did was complain and talk shit until she went to IndyCar and won something off of some weird technicality. Like off of a, like off of a caution lap or whatever the fuck. I don't think she won passing somebody in the last turn with a highly skilled move to get her first win. So we could talk about that shit all day long. First time I saw the GoDaddy commercials, I thought it was for porn. Leah Pruitt fits that. Yeah, I would say Leah Pruitt out of anybody. Now, I don't know if she had a lot of backing, but yeah, I would say if anyone has that is Leah Pruitt, right? That's the only one I could look at and go, very attractive, good on the light, legit racer. I don't know if she had a lot of backing from like, you know, you know, support. Because let's be honest. There's a lot of people that are racing that shouldn't be racing. They were put there by their influence. Their father, they, 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 they have a sponsor that's, that's in love with them for some weird reason. They push females onto the racing scene that aren't successful racing, but they're attractive to sponsors because the woman is attractive. Nothing wrong with that. We, as men, see that and go, okay, we know what's going on. But what my issue is there are guys that are worth uh, in terms of the racing, they're better racers than those women, but not as marketable. And NASCAR and professional racing is as much as marketing than it is racing. Let's say you got the ugliest son of a bitch, the guy from the Goonies, right? Let's say the guy from the Goonies, Chunk, was out there and he was winning every sprint car race, uh, the, the the minor league. It used to be called the the, the Nextel Cup. Then it used to be called the Win. It used to be called the Winston Cup. And before that, whatever. What is the minor league? racing series of nascar um nationwide right like a nationwide um cup or some shit like that so that let's say chunk from the goonies this guy <laughs> goonies chunk <laughs> no that's not it good no, what not, not chunk um 
the the monster. No, Chunk is the chubby kid. Uh, Goonies monster. Uh, sloth. I'm. <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine this is a guy in NASCAR like this guy on the right, and he's like winning everything. I mean, he is gapping dudes. He's just he sees the air. He sees things move. He's like really talented. <laughs> And then, you know, like GM Goodrich is like, I, I don't think we could put him in our car. He's really ugly. Let's get Danica Patrick in there. But but Danica Patrick, has a, she, she's not a good of a driver. I don't care. We can't have Sloth in the driver's seat. Sorry. Yeah, Bush Cup, Sloth, ex exactly. Xfinity, yeah, I don't know what the fuck. I thought you meant Sloth. Why you do Chuck? <laughs> Why you do Chuck like that? I don't know. Krista Baldwin races top fuel. Her dad and grandpa races. She's super cool. Sponsored by Works McLeod Clutches. Good for her. Thinking about picking up this clean 2010 GT? Don't. Do not buy a 2010 GT. It's a three valve. Three valves are fucking gay. Do not buy a fucking 2010 or any three valve. Built or not, gay shit. Gay shit. If you built a three valve... Good for you. You built the gay-ass car. Just out of default. Um, sponsors, finding the next hot race car jockey. I'm going to take care of you, buddy. Chirp, chirp. I'm going to take care of you. Sloth, laugh my ass off. Hey, you guys. Will adding Sunoco 260GT on a Boosted 93 tune make more power or it'll make it safer? It'll make it just safer. You need a tune to actually take advantage of the high octane. I simp for Miss Midnight Maverick. She's pretty legit. That's pretty weird because she's like got a boyfriend or a husband. And that's the thing about the AV boys. Would you even go to their page unless her ass was on their page? No offense. We know the game you're playing. We ain't stupid. If the AV boys were posting the gray mare do wheelies over and over and over and over, you'd get hardcore. Hardcore small block forward guys go, fuck yeah, gray mare. Fuck. The moment you put a white girl with a butt on the page, viewership goes up times 10. We know the game you're playing. Nobody's visiting your page unless we're seeing some of that ass. Now, that's a double-edged sword. If you want your girl out there like that, don't be mad if dudes are in her DM. Don't get mad if a really good-looking dude is up in her DM. A rich dude can take her away from all that wrench and be like, baby, I don't got to make you wrench. I'll give you the world. You never got to wrench on shit. I'll build a race car for you. You could drive it, baby. I love you. Keep posting your girl out there. Go ahead. Don't be mad if shit changes. How many of you have known a racing couple that the girl was posting her shit all the time on social media and she sucked another dude's dick and it's over many many times this dude turbos okay i told this dude turbos are more maintenance and he said i was wrong and said he daily drives a 1300 horsepower boster to and only does oil changes yeah, he's, then he has it on gate Hey there, dropping a like. I'll listen tomorrow at work. Brandon Horton. Justin Martinez says, I sit for Bondo Bird. Butcher CS says, not a goddamn motherfucker's going to the AV Boys page unless they got that girl's ass on it. Turbo says, dropping a like. Watch me up there tomorrow. Um, you're going to make four eyes make a video on why his bullet three valve can beat a 96 Viper. Laughing my ass off. This is me, but Tess was definitely a bonus. I met John Force. 
cool dude. Daughter Courtney was awesome. Humble family. She ran 330 that night. Uh, if the Nitro cars didn't have all the new restrictions, they'd be gone 340, 350 by now. What about the chick with the wrench? What about Kayla Morton, Boosted GT's girl? Um, okay. Street racing? That's a whole nother thing. When I'm talking about racers, right? I'm talking about someone that, like, does NMRA, PDRA. NMRA is a terrible example because NMRA is trash. But uh, PDRA, uh, they do the, 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 the no-time stuff, the Florida no-time stuff. Or, or they do – a lot of streetcar takeover. You know, races often. A girl that – okay, name a girl that is sponsored. Races often, whether it – drifting's not racing. Whether it be road racing – whether it be cone racing in the Walmart parking lot or whether it be drag racing, that's really attractive, sponsored, and a good racer. That's a unicorn. And again, ladies, that does not make you attractive. Because you race a car does not make you hotter. You know what I find hot? Making some tortillas from scratch, putting that cheese, the chicken, Making that good rice con gandule. That's what I find attractive. I don't want you in the driver's seat. I don't want you telling me about trans brakes. I don't want you talking about wheels, tires, exhaust, dashes, and lights. I want you to be like, Papi, ven acá. You had a hard day at work. Let me rub your shoulders a little bit. And let me give you the... By the way, you smell that? That's the tortillas cooking. We got the chicken. We got, we got everything. Oh, let me go racing. Racer chicks are hot. No, they're not. They stink. They're sweaty. Their cooch smells like WD-40. I'm good. Danica, most overrated driver. She tore up so much shit. Use Danica Patrick as a perfect example. She's really hot and all, but the sponsors in NASCAR, but she sucked. I need me a Latina mommy. Good rice con what? Con gandule. Arroz con gandule. Un poquito una chuleta. What's up? These women are out there thinking that we're going to like lust after you because you do a burnout and release a trans break? Girl, sit the fuck down. Car chicks can visually look good too, but they don't have anything beyond what they contribute. I don't want you telling me about trans breaks. Most real girl racers have a car of their own. Wait, most real girl racers have a girl of their own. You're not wrong. If she can throw down some birria, she can get it. Be hotter racing a food truck. <laughs> Bro, there's a girl on Instagram. She's not that good looking. And she tells you, I'm not that good looking. But I can make you the best fucking birria. The tortillas are made from scratch. I cook for you. Some of the most attractive girls I've ever seen to me on Instagram are cooking. Cooking. Not racing. You're not a hot racer chick because you put on a helmet and put on some weird filter that you're like, I'm putting on a helmet and strapping in my pink seatbelt, drifting, drifting, drifting. No, no. Cooking. Shutting the fuck up. That's what I find attractive. Yo, Alex, going straight on straight to the females, bro. They can get it. Equality. 
ladies, this is just equality. I make I make fun of dudes all the time with their dumb cars and LS gay shit. You can get it too. And some of you real legit female racers know what I'm talking about. The big titty, big Brazilian butt girl gets the sponsorship while you as a real racer chick are putting in your time don't get shit. Because you're not willing to be a whore for the gram so you can get the sponsorship. Shout out to you if you're a real racer chick. But if you're a whore for the gram for sponsorships, we see right through that shit. I don't know Alex Taylor, so I can't speak on her. She wants nine but can't even boil an egg. <laughs> okay, ladies. You know what makes me laugh about this? Because, you know, you talk about equality. You want, you want equality. You know what I find offensive as fuck? A female-only race. I am shocked that there are f there are female-only races out there. Why don't you just let them race with the dudes? If they're just as good and they can do anything and everything a man could, why do you make a females-only race? Why don't we then just start segregating everything? Why don't we make a Puerto Ricans only race? Mexicans only. Well, that's F-150 races. So they already segregated themselves. But like, let's segregate everything. Oh, that sounds stupid. It's just as stupid as making a female only racer uh, uh, event. Women can race just as good as guys. Shove them in there with guys. I know that women typically have better reaction times. So put them in there with dudes. I, I am offended when I see a women's only race program because if they're just as good as guys, shove them in there with a guy. It's no big deal. So when I see a female only race program or the quickest female racer, why? There is no physical advantage between a man and a woman and a, and a trained gorilla to release a trans brake and maybe nudge the shifter up a couple of times. So please, stop segregating women from racing. If they're legit as fuck, they'll get there without any special help. It, as a woman, as a feminist woman, you should be offended that anybody makes a female-only race. A female throwing it down in the kitchen is a lost art. Wait, what? There's a female-only race where they do that. I think they did it on Streetcar Takeover a couple of times. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't NMRA do something with females only? X sliding off the plate behind the stove type of girl. Oh, my God. Slow 99. Don't be doing her dirty like that. Don't be doing her dirty like that. He's referencing a girl that I used to go out with where she didn't know how to cook for shit. Like... No homemaking skills. Zero. Zero. Like negative homemaking skills. And, you know, she tried to make me a egg sandwich one day and she dropped the egg right between the crack between the stove and the countertop. And it slid right down into the void, into the Laurentian abyss. And she cried for about an hour. Inconsolable. The FIA tried to do female racing league with open real race car. No one watched. Maybe they'll start having transgender racers. Right. Okay. Let, let's do that. Let's let let's do that, right? So, if there is a female-only race, an NMRA or a streetcar takeover, why can't I just identify as a woman and race with them? Are you a bigot? <laughs> Are you not going to allow trans rights? Because I could I could literally say, oh shit, there's really slow cars in this class. What's the payout? Two thousand bucks. 
and I gotta beat a two valve and a S197 with Hello Kitty on the side and pink and pink emblems? <laughs> I'm in. Hey, I'm a girl. Wait, what? I'm a girl today. Wait, wait. This is me once I hear there's a female only race and the cars are slow as fuck. Three valves and two valves, leftover boyfriend cars. And I'm like, yeah, I'm here for the fee. I'm here for the female race. Yep, I'm here. Let's go. What do you what do you got? I got the seven second Fairmont over here. Uh I don't think you're a girl. Well, how the fuck do you know I'm not a girl? Maybe I just have a real big clit. Huh? Do you ever think of that? Bigot, let me in. It's a two thousand dollar payout, son. I'm all about that life. They, they gotta let me in. They gotta let me. Fuck me. How do you women do it? Y'all go. go. gotta let me in. You gotta let me in if there's a woman's only league and they got some slow ass cars and I identify as a woman that day. So give me that. Obviously, I jest. But do you see how ridiculous it is to segregate everyone if everyone is the same? If everyone is able to do anything that anyone can do? If women can do anything guys can do, don't segregate the racing. Make them go in there with the dudes. Stop it with the bullshit. New Age Convertibles just went up in value. <laughs> Alejandra Flores <coughs> identifies a woman for this race today. Who knows? Tomorrow I might identify as spaghetti transgender racing. Isn't that just Ella swaps with lipstick? Turvey's car will still get beat. <laughs> I was gonna, who is going to hurt more feelings, Alexis or the Fairmont? So I say that in jest because a lot of people don't understand that a lot of legit racers that have been busting their ass doing this, female or male, get passed up for a set of tits and a, and a really nice ass on, with leggings. Because now it's like leggings and ass. And, you know, a lot of women... You know, you could either use that to your advantage, but people that are actually talented in, in racing or motorsports in general, they get passed up for the big tits. So then I say, well, anytime I see big tits racing something, I take it less serious. So sponsors, if you're going to sponsor a girl that isn't really good at racing, but she has an awesome rack or a Brazilian butt lift or a mommy makeover that looks really freaking good... A lot of us are going to get turned off to that, but I understand a lot of you simps, and I see you simps. I see you simps. Yes, I am notified when you reply on a girl's shit, especially on Twitter. When you're on Twitter and you hit up every single time one girl posts and you post a reply, I get notified. The simps on Twitter are just up here and it is ridiculous even though they talk that shit they're simping for specific girls on twitter <laughs> stop it alejandra flores wins the women's class with a fairmont you look like you're straight out of the trailer with the wig and hat um what's up with the tesla recall i already covered it it's a software update they don't got to take the car anywhere. They hook up to Wi-Fi, software update. It is not a recall. I would watch the shit out of the Street Outlaws version of the LGBTQ community just for the laughs. They would be racing Priuses, Paris, Sparks, and still cat crash them. Okay. Now, you look like Sam Selleck with the, with the hat on the hair. Exactly. Stop it, Silla99. <laughs> the largest clickbait YouTubers taking models for a ride so lame. 
So, <laughs> BTR. I'm telling you guys, you guys fall for that shit. You guys fall for that shit all the time. And um, that's okay. I, I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all that you do that. But understand this. The, leg- the people that lose are the people that are actually talented racers. People that actually have... You know, can shift, can build a car, or out there doing it for a passion. They get passed up for the chick that wants the fame, has a great ass, and buys a car. Like, have you guys followed any girls? Have you guys followed any girls? And then all of a sudden, they get a car? Or they say, I want to get into cars, guys. What do you think? And you're like, oh, baby, you should totally get into a two-valve. They're easy to build. Only because you have a two-valve. And you hope you can follow her as an excuse for following her because she has a two-valve. Stop it. Jay Walker says, if the Teslas needed to physically go to the dealer, they would just drive themselves and bring you a coffee on the way back. You're not wrong. Wearwick, next time you make a pass in the notch, first woman to go tens, three pedals, right? What is the record for a stick shift chick driver? Can anyone out there uh, tell me what the record is for any woman ever racing a stick shift car H pattern down the track because if there is no record and my GT500 gets fixed, long shot of that happening, and I run eights in it and no woman has ever run eights stick, I will put the wig on and I will identify as a woman for those eight seconds and run an eight second pass and claim the title of quickest stick shift woman ever in history or the first stick shift female identified as female driver ever tesla recall equals claims basic autopilot lane keep assist doesn't nudge the driver to pay attention enough software update will add more pay attention stuff alex racing the girls with his pipe deleted tune i follow britney automotive but not for not for her fourth gen camaro exactly exactly nate guys name girls put girls name instagram girls women instagram girls you follow on the chat and I will show you either a sick rack or a juicy, juicy ass or the camel toe of all camel toes. Yeah, um, Boosted GT's wife seems to be legit, a legit racer. But I put that in a different category. I just put that in a different category. I'm not saying they're not racers. I'm just saying we're talking about something else. She's like hardcore, hardcore. Um, woman driven, exactly. No clue. 14.5 says uh, EPA. Uh, 12.1 at 139 with a 196. Three valve is a lifestyle. Mustang lifestyle. Women driven road course champion. Alex, you need a portable starlight headliner and a set of RGB Alteza lights so you can enter the LGBT class. That'd be so funny to put the cows as clickbait and run an eight in the GT500. I could do that. I could do that as a, I could do that as a, um, what do you call it? A, uh, a thumbnail. Because my calves are pretty good when you flex them, but I don't, I don't show them on purpose, but you guys talk to them about that all the time. Alex Taylor races a Hellcat powered chassis car with an H pattern, but is she fast? Oh, I just became a member. Wish me, wish me talking shit luck, says RPM Motorsports. Emilia Hartford, no, she is not a talented racer. Sorry. So, nope, she has a crew behind her. She's just very pretty. Oh, you're talking about names of girls on Instagram that you follow? Gotcha. Reckless Raquel. Okay, let's look up Instagram girls you're talking about. Reckless Raquel. Uh, I guarantee if you follow her, she's probably super good looking. Uh, Reckless Reckless. Oh, there you go. It came right up. Reckless Raquel. Dude, what the fuck? Reckless. Raquel. 
Dude, it doesn't show up. Maybe I'm not spelling it right. You got to spell it perfectly on um, on uh, Instagram. There you go. Reckless. CK. Raquel Chapuis. Yeah, there you go. Good looking girl. And uh, I don't think she built that car at all. I think she has a boyfriend or something like that. She's super cute too. She's like normal cute. But yeah, look it. Real juicy ass. See? See what I mean? Super juicy butt and uh, just does, you know, look at my car. I totally did this. I pie cut this. See, look. Again, are you looking at her car? Why does she open the hood in that angle? Please stop it saying that she's like, again, good looking girl. But I guarantee she got some parts because she's like, you know, normal cute, but it's got a dumper on her because the turds have no shot with that dumper. You see what I mean? So, okay, name another one because I guarantee that um, the reason you watch her is not for the uh, for the car stuff. I don't watch her to put brakes on a Camaro, and it's a Camaro out of all things. Christine Dorthworth has ran sixes, but it's not a stick shift car. Exactly. Uh, watch her wash her car. Exactly. Yeah, fifth gen boosted Camaro girl. Jonah Magar Okay, Joanna... Joanna G. Marie ran seven stick. Joanna G. Marie ran seven's stick shift H pattern. If she did, hey, good for her. Uh, I don't think I could beat that. Wig or not. Sarah in tune. <laughs> Stop it. Kayla Rundle. Kayla Rundle. Let's go. Kayla Rundle. Kayla Rundle. Okay. Uh, let me see what she's got going on. Um... She's very pretty, but uh, I don't think she has, like, one feature that I would say is standing out. But she's very pretty. Yeah, she's very pretty. She's very pretty. She's, like, overall super cute. You know what I mean? So, yeah, actually, she's got a decent dumper on her for a white chick. So, Camaro girls. What is going on with Camaro girls? Yeah, again, you know, this is why people follow you, right? To wash your car. <laughs> Bro, I, I literally have a video of me washing the notch. But not on Instagram. I have it on. She's cute. She's super cute. So, no, I get that. But, again, there's probably people that haven't been, that have been looked over because they weren't as attractive. Again, Sloth is not getting any sponsorships. Mallory Woods, no. The worst part is that when they try to teach you how to do basic shit like the old change or change pads. Precious Cooper, she's a Strita. Precious Cooper? <laughs> Oh, that's a homeboy's girl, right? Uh, JJ, the boss. I love, I love Ryan Martin. He got the best of everything. I know that I could beat him on the street because I'm most street. Brittany Automotive has a big backyard. Sammy GT3, bro, worth the look. Sammy GT3, you're up next. Um, again, I'm telling you people that people watch, they're not watching for your car knowledge. Now, that's okay. But you have to understand that as a woman, that poses with her ass facing the camera you gotta understand people are looking at you as a sex object so nobody's gonna come up to you and say hey tell me about the wheels on your porsche 911 tell me about the best part about the uh transmission of the 911 no they're like can i take you out to dinner and smell your farts and have your thighs crush my face that's the so if these women are grossed out by guys that go up to them at car shows, sorry, what are you putting out there? That's enough of the car shit.
card chick shit. I'm just saying, it's one of those things where legit racers are being passed up for tits and ass. Nothing wrong with that. But at the end of the day, if they're not winning races, motherfuckers like me are not watching. I'm not impressed by a set of tits or ass. Been there, done that. Got the fucking t-shirts, many of them. I'm good. Unless you have car knowledge or you can teach me something or you show me you're a legit racer. Like, look, Alec Bledsoe and his crew got sponsored by this chat to the tune of 30-something hundred bucks to run one race. That is basically a sponsorship. Why did I sponsor him and his crew? Because they're legit. They're legit. Maybe other shops don't think they're legit. Who knows? But I think they're legit. So I said, I want to be associated and affiliated with people that are legit and are at least pushing a different platform that I normally run, but I do have a LS-based uh, car. So it made me pay attention because they tune, built, and modified the quickest, fastest stick shift zero one on the planet. That's owned by Greg Kong of Kong Performance. Sex does sell. And, and again, ladies, don't get mad. Would you have that? Listen, listen, ladies, ladies. Let, let, this is for the ladies. Would you have that car if you didn't have your tits and ass? Do you think we watch you for your talent? Do you think men that want to meet you and want you to sign some stuff is because they value you as value you as a racer? Or do they want to slam those cheeks? Let's be honest. Most of the guys want to slam those cheeks. I would say 90%. Men that ask you car questions are lying to you. They're being big, fat, stupid liars. They want to have sex with you. So again, ask yourself, lady. You're a badass racer. You fancy yourself a badass racer. You fancy yourself a race car chick. Would you have that stuff without your tits and ass? Legit car knowledge from men is rare now, bro. Can we stop talking about car women? Can you fucking leave the chat? You don't fucking like it? Get the fuck out of here. Matter of fact, I'm going to do it for you because nobody tells me what to do on my fucking chat. So for 30 minutes, you're going to fucking be shut, shut down. Nobody tells me what to do on my fucking chat. You understand that? If I want to talk about dirt, if I want to talk about three valves, if I want to talk about anything, whatever the fuck I want to talk about, I talk about it. You don't like it? Fuck off forever. Fuck out of here. Still telling me what to do. Shit. Never. That's the number one no-no on this chat. How much to pay an OnlyFan girl to stand in Alex's videos? <laughs> Look, the, the stuff about the sponsorship stuff kind of came up because um, I've seen a lot of guys struggle. I've seen a lot of guys that I, I follow a lot of guys that bust their ass in the garage and really put their heart and effort into this. And they get no recognition. And they put up Instagram videos, they put up um, uh, reels, they put up Facebook videos, they start YouTube channels, and, and it just goes off into the void. And I go, damn, this guy's dropping serious knowledge. Look at Alec Bledsoe's channel. He owns a huge shop. Huge to me because it, it's known for not only the good quality that they pump out, but the cars run a number. And he is responsible for a lot of other cars that you don't even know about. Pro Mod stuff, uh, Warriors style cars, you know, Billy Badass stuff. They only have like 16,000 or no, they only have like maybe 29,000 uh, subs or whatever. Let me, let me check. Um, YouTube. I don't think they have over 25,000 um, subs late model. Let me see. 
late late come on late model model late model performance 17,800 subscribers so if you have not subscribed to late model performance go to late model performance I'm gonna put a link on the chat I want you to sub to them just sub that's all but those guys are putting out records on different platforms and no one recognizes them. Some girl puts on uh, her, her leggings and her camel toe is showing and it's a big fat one, like a big fat bulgy camel toe and they get triple the uh, notoriety. To me, absolute bullshit. So I'm going to try to change that. That's hilarious. Never tell me. Yeah, don't, don't ever tell me what to do on my chat. Ever. Uh... The interview you posted yesterday with John Lund was legit. Hope you get more of those. David, so how many of you watched the video? How many of you guys enjoy the video? We got a lot of positive feedback. Now, if you listen to the video very closely, and if you listen to it intently, we gave you a lot of background stuff, and we gave you a lot of uh, insights into what happens in the industry. Now, something happened that we thought was funny in the video. Did Junior say, I'm sure I'm going to get a text tomorrow because someone is salty about XYZ? Did you remember that in the video where John Jr. said, I'm sure after this video airs, I'm going to get a text from somebody complaining about something. So this is the funny thing about a guilty conscience. I'll explain a guilty conscience to you guys. So, I'll put this on the dark horse. There we go. There we go. Put it on the dark horse. Put the wig on the dark horse. We're good to go. So, a guilty conscience makes you gun shy and it makes you want to get more information. Let's say, for example, I stole a GT500. Let's say I stole one and it's tucked away in my garage till the heat dies down in three years or so. And then I'll chop it up and do other stupid shit. And someone clues me in that they they might have they might they might know who stole the GT500. And then I, having a guilty conscience, say, "Shit, I need to find out some more information." So I stupidly text motherfuckers to see what they know. That is self snitching, of course. Someone already did that. So we were like, there you go. Because if you don't feel you did anything wrong, if you feel like you've done no wrong in the industry, if you feel everything you've done was up to snuff, kosher, and not sus at all, you wouldn't have a guilty conscience, right? If I stole a GT500, someone accuses someone in West Palm of stealing a GT500, and I go, oh, shit. If I'm smart, I shut up, lay low, Act as if, act normal, nothing happened, all good. But let's say I start trying to get some information and I start texting people, I start emailing people, I start calling, hey, did you hear? Did you did, did you hear? Anyone know, like, who has that? Does anyone have any leads? Imagine, it's like people that set a fire, pyromaniacs, and then they go watch the fire. If you ever watch um, fire... Um, uh, investigation documentaries or something like like unsolved mysteries if there's a big raging fire somewhere a lot of the investigators look at the people that were looking at the fire like where I grew up in Holyoke Massachusetts it had a lot of mills and a lot of tall buildings so the fires were outrageous 
So all of a sudden, people would flock to the area and just look at it because it was a spectacle. I noticed people in the fire department that were there, they were looking in the crowd. And sometimes the guy who set the fire is right there looking at the fire burn because he is um, admiring his work. So if you have a guilty conscience and you reach out, that's on you. We didn't name names for a reason. Because we knew, and John Jr. mentioned it, I'm sure I'm going to get da-da-da-da-da tomorrow talking about this. And sure enough, we got that email. Enjoyed it because I watched the whole two hours. Watched it twice. I enjoyed your video. Slowly listening to it so far has been awesome. Listen lately. Junior, um, you know, he shouted out his mom for helping out seniors. You know, you got to understand, there are people in the background that make Lund Racing operate. And one of the key irreplaceable absolutely cannot do without people is Cheryl Lund. You don't understand that the stuff that the men don't have to worry about in that business, senior included, is all taken care of by Cheryl. And I don't mention her that much because she does not want to be mentioned. She does not want to be on camera. She does not want to be in the limelight. So shout out to her. She literally runs everything in the background, everything. Um, watched yours and Cooper's interviews with John. John was great in both. You, however, drive the conversation at a significantly higher level. Nothing against Cooper, but my interviewing style and my speaking style is energetic. It, it, there isn't many, there aren't many lulls. So as a experienced orator, you have to actually maintain a pace. And if you see the pace slowing down, go watch my video with Alec Bledsoe. Go watch my video with Joel Steele and go watch my video with Fat House uh, Performance. We actually had a pace and the pace is dictated by the interviewee. And that person has a low key, low level. I match that pace. Junior, I wanted to keep him up because Junior naturally is up. Whereas Cooper is very, almost too laid back and too, you know, too laid back and he he doesn't know the ins and outs of the tuning industry like we do and uh it was good to get some inside baseball stuff from uh john's point of view making a music video with stolen hellcats oh exactly are you talking about that raptor no i'm not talking about any raptor i'm just saying as a as a as a general thing watch the whole thing need more podcasts with people who have wealth of knowledge and great insight Marcus M said, incredible video. Love the ending with the subtle product hints in the Ford Lund relationship. Really makes you realize how much Lund has done and could do for the Mustang community. You have no idea when Junior mentioned, okay, let's talk about a driver of product. A driver of product is somebody that can literally influence the sales of a product up or down. Now, many of you have seen many Ford Mustangs run a number Blah, 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 blah. I'm nothing special. But there are 340 of you on this chat. Dakota included. How many of you saw me run 1074 pump gas stick with old ancient technology in a Fox body and thought to yourself, I might want that. I might look around to see if there are unfinished products. I might you know, I might want to be interested in this situation. That is called driving a product. If Lund Racing, having 4,000 customers on HP Tuners TDN network, 
not counting the RTD guys, not counting the N-gauge guys, which is also thousands. Imagine if we said the Godzilla is badass. Imagine if Lund Racing said the Godzilla. Other tuners tried. Remember these other tuners that bought themselves a truck, bought themselves this, bought themselves that, and Godzilla sales did not move. Evan uh, from uh, the old Muscle Mustangs, Revan Evan. Godzilla, 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 Godzilla. Nobody gives a fuck. Now imagine if Alejandro Flores, in conjunction with Lund Racing, decides to say, yes, Godzilla is good. Yes, we're tuning it. Yes, we got a project car with it. Yes, we're making power with it. Yes, we are supporting it in our tuning system. Do you think sales would go up? Or stay stale. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Um, someone said ESS. Right. Good example. I didn't drive ESS. But I think if ESS was at the tipping point, I helped tip it over the edge. Carlos Vergara, Valley 10 Speed, does a great job promoting ESS stuff over there. But let's say in terms of a bigger audience, if ESS was right on par with Vortec, Mine and others, specifically mine, I'd like to think, because I was out there racing, I was out there doing 60 to 130, I was out there tuning, I was out there making 799 horsepower with a 115 pulley, a 110 pulley, on a stock stock car with a stock fuel pump with Sunoco race gas. If they were at the tipping point, they have now gone like this. Pro Charger, Vortec, and Paxton tunes are a quarter of our centrifugal tunes. Three quarters of our centrifugal tunes are ESS G3X kits. Nardi got one. We tuned it, vetted the file. I got one, tuned it, vetted the file. Lund said, we can tune it. They all run numbers. All of a sudden, ESS is exploding at the seams. So in terms of driving a product, I don't understand why Ford doesn't want to get with the program. I really don't understand who would win an arm wrestling contest, you or Junior? Okay, I think I am stronger in the upper body than Junior. Junior is stronger in the lower body. Junior can deadlift probably 75 to 100 more pounds than I am willing to lift. I am not willing to lift over 475. I will hurt myself. I'll hurt my back. I've done it many times. Deadlift is not a program I do, but he does. He can squat 450, 475 also, but this bench press is not as strong as mine. Uh, I think I can curl more. I think, I, but this is what he has over me: leverage, absolute leverage. He has he's six seven, so his arm is going to be up here compared to mine, unless he has to angle his back. So I'd arm wrestle him, but one of our elbows might break, and I'm not willing to do that. Not that I'm saying I'm going to break his elbow, but the worst thing that could happen in an arm wrestling contest is an elbow break. And I've seen that so many times where elbows break. I I'm just not willing to do that shit anymore. ESS is a good example of product influence. Been there, done that. No way I'm driving a Fox body again. Uh, hey, Alex, quick question. What tuning device would you recommend to use on the 23F150? Wait. Wait a month. Wait a month. Alex, can you break? Alex can make or break a company. Okay, guys. Put it on the chat people that were got on my bad side and they disappeared. Put it on the chat. People that got on my bad side and you don't hear about them anymore. 
Um, kind of made me want another fox as if it's not chopping like a motherfucker. Facts. I'm getting an ESS because I've seen what you've done and also seen what the fastest ESS cars do coming from Lund. Quick, someone sound clip Alex saying the Godzilla is badass. That's funny. Yeah, me. Maybe you want to spend some money too, for sure. Junior, would top roll you bad? He he just has leverage on me. Um, yeah, he's 6'7". I think he's 6'7", Junior. Or 6'4". He's tall as fuck. But I think he's 6'7". Uh, Ford will call Turvey before they call Lund, it seems. I definitely bought an ESS because of this channel, says Nito Diaz. The N-Gage also. All the accessories as well. Lund opens the floor gate, the, the floodgate. Junior is not 6'7", is he? How tall is Junior? Uh, here we go. I just fit you and you talked about it. Fox Body High Dollar, John, John who? John Rowland? Who's John Rowland? How do I know that name? How do I know the name John Rowland? Huh. Okay. Uh, Junior, how tall are you? I think he's 6'7". I'm 5'11", and he's a fucking at least 6 inches taller than me. Why the fuck isn't Junior in the league? Because he's not, he's not that. <laughs> I love you, Junior. Don't, don't take this the wrong way. He's not that athletic. <laughs> right? Disappeared. I've seen too many arm break videos to do that arm wrestling shit. Same here. Junior's arm has more leverage than an F1 Pro Charger. It does. Love the packs on my 13, but with an ESS Gen 1 kit V available, I'm telling you, if ESS made a Gen 1 kit, you don't think this dumb motherfucker will buy himself a Gen 1 and get an ESS kit? You damn skippy, I will support ESS like that. That's what I'm willing to do for companies that I think are legit. Midnight Performance, make a CEO, make a CEO call him. Oh, that's a great question. Midnight Performance is a product driver. He went out there, talked his shit. They said, that's not the way to do this. If you're someone of influence and you are being done wrong by a company, talk Shit. Companies tell you this. That's not the way to get our attention. That's not the way we should do this. We shouldn't handle it that way. Well, guess what, motherfucker? The old channel, the old way of doing it wasn't getting it done. But this new way, you sure as fuck replied, didn't you? So FuelTech was being weird. Manuel went out there, laid the law down. The CEO called Ted, we'll take care of you, we're sorry. That's how you do it in today's day. If you are Lund, if you are anybody of influence, and someone wrongs you, you go out there and shout, shout them out for sucking. Because that's the quickest way you get replies. Did you see some people <clears throat> not get Global B access? Did you see some people not get Global B access when HP Tuners decided to drop some Global B stuff and they cherry pick some people here and there and then some of the best LS shops, LT shops were left out, hung to dry they asked me, what should I do? I said, talk shit wouldn't you know it oh, that's not the way we should do it that's not the way we should operate we don't like posts like this fuck you it got done, didn't it? Me talking shit got your attention, didn't it? Talk shit. That's how you do it. Bought a coyote because of Alex, says YOLO Bumbaclot Tuning. I own a company and the issue gets all the way up to me. I give it to them, keep customers happy, and don't 
burn anyone good. Scott Andrews says, if he's the owner of a company and it makes its way up the, ch- up, if shit started flowing uphill and got to the CEO, he would go to the employees and go, why didn't y'all nip this in the bud? Why did it get all the way to the CEO? Why didn't it get handled by y'all motherfuckers? So then you, as, an, as, a, as a CEO, have to come to the realization that the people underneath you that you hired to take care of these issues are not doing their fucking job. I'd love to see you in a Gen 1 car with the ESS T56 Magnum. I can't be the only one, the OG black car. Hey, you never know, it might happen. If ESS starts selling Gen 1 kits, this channel will have a Gen 1 in the fucking, in the, in the complex in two weeks later, bet me. Because I do the NA gay shit and then shove an ESS right on it. Knoxville says, I work at a car dealership and a bad review is a way for a customer to get what he wants quickly. The EBT kit already exists. Only rears. It's called the G2. Midnight fuel tech thing got interesting. I guess I wasn't into that stuff that much. How bad did it get? I know that he, uh, Manuel, put out a post saying, hey, 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 chill with fuel tech. We're good. But I like that he ruffled feathers. That's literally called ruffling feathers. It's saying, hey, I am I am 50,000 deep in something. My customers are probably ready to kill me. And I am not getting any resolution. And I want to do a chargeback so fucking bad. Oh, wait. Wait till. Wait till. Remember when Motor Builders was an issue? Do you know how many people right now have issues with motor builders and stay quiet because they just, I don't know, don't want to rock any boats? But there are people out there that have been screwed by motor builders over and over. Oh, your oil pressure is a little low? It's all good. It's because I clearance the bearings a certain way. Bro, get the fuck out of my life. If your goal is a thousand and under, do yourselves a favor. Ford racing illuminator i repeat ford racing illuminator do not buy any motor from a engine builder unless your goals are over a thousand horsepower sorry sorry if your goals are over a thousand horsepower yeah check out some you know motor builders then do your research fuck it i'm not gonna tell you who to go to but if your goals are under a thousand wheel Illuminator all day, every day. Calling ESS right now. Alex will be back with the Gen 1. Absolutely. The ESS G4 small block forward, all that power. Now, the problem is any force induction on the small block forward would not work with that cam. Nitrous would, though. Hey, Alex, off topic. But can you get a stage 1, 2 smaller cam for the 1 and drive it like stock but have a nice choppy idle? Gain 60 to 80 horse? I think so. I'm going to have to talk to Alec Bledsoe about that. I don't think I could be that, it could be that difficult to mod an ESS to make it fit. No, I think it's easy. It's just a matter of some bracket stuff. But I think it's better to showcase a product and be a product driver. This channel's best purpose is pushing products that I believe in. Power by the hour. I run their stuff exclusively. I tell you the best 6R80 on the planet is a power by the hour transmission. I tell you that Coyote Swap Solutions, you should talk to nobody but power by the hour. I don't give a fuck if they're on Instagram. I don't give a fuck if they build them. The Coyote Swap King is power by the hour. And you don't talk to anybody about anything swap. 
before you talk to power by the hour. Removing cat's gas particulate filter or tuning somebody is still going to go down for EPA violations. It's just easier to go after tuners currently. We don't like posts like that. Yeah, weak. We don't like coming out for that shit either. Wait, we don't like for that out of pocket for that fried because because it fried your product. Exactly, Alvar Galarga. But bro, Texas Speed is the best, man. Cletus said so. Motor Builder. Brian and Aldo hinted at a little but didn't give away the name. <laughs> Alex, with all these YouTubers posting vids of the S650 with turbos and superchargers without a tune... Will you still make that video of an S197 with a blower and no tune? No. Um, the blower, no tune stuff, I could probably skew. Well, I could do it, but the problem is I can't get away with the high timing. You understand? The calibration stock is set up to see 27 degrees and up to 30 degrees. And I don't think I would. I said I, in theory, could probably get away with 5 PSI, no tuning with C16, but... It just doesn't interest me as a tuner to do no-tune stuff on a car. It's silly. And it'll actually hurt the car in the long run. 27 degrees with 5 or 6 PSI eventually will burn up a valve or something. Man, I was out labor too on top of the part failure. Called it out and they realized the liability. He, they had liability real fast. Having manly pistons, rods, FBO, cams, MTD2, um, Black Gen 1, will it will sail... For you, 17K, 79 on body, 20K on motor. Manly, rods, pistons, full bolt-on cams, MT82, black Gen 1. What year? That sounds like a good uh, deal. Cole Daniel, email me. Email me. Never know. Never know. If it's already built, that's nice. PBH almost had a truck turbo kit take the world by storm. Bro, you have no idea. You have no idea how that kit is still performing. Jake just saw that there's no money in it. And he's right. He's 100% right. He did the right thing by not promoting that kit. But that kit, guys, the muffler-mounted turbo kit, stock manifolds, blah, 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 makes 1,000, spools up real fast, runs 10s, 10.7 on like 11 PSI. Dude, that would have been badass. But Jake said, I would have to start a complete different department I don't have the facilities, I don't have the staff, and I don't think there's enough meat on the bone to make money on that kit, and he's 100% right. When people ask me, PBH is the first, I suggest, good. Is the Gen 3 Illuminator better or worse than the Gen 2 Illuminator? Same, it's just a little more compression. Fact, PBH has been in the Coyote Swap game since day one. It's still real to me, damn it. Anyone doing rebuilds and upgrades for the DCT for the GG500 yet? Yeah, they're doing clutches, but I don't think there's anything out there that still is able to make the cars launch better except for some saucy stuff in the tune but if you can't break it you don't have all the access trans was sent to ben for a rebuild it cost a shit ton hellhorse didn't want to make it right because they were the middleman almost got lawyers to small claim trans was sent to ben for a rebuild it cost a shit ton hellhorse didn't want to make it right because they were a middleman almost got to lawyers and small claims i don't know what that what's that all about chassis chap will screw you Put a car in 25.5 spec, core molly cage. Guy didn't tell you. Guy didn't get it in class and tried to use mouth steel in the trash. The car went. Wow, that's crazy. I'm overpaying for my shit, but it's a reputable, reputable guy. Fact is, they sold it as a good working trans and it wasn't then didn't want to make it right. Oh, so you're saying that company, and again, I don't know this to be true. But this is what Justin is saying. That that company sold you a Ben Calamer Stage 3, but it was really a stock trans. And they didn't want to make it right? Is that what you're saying? 
After hearing John Lund 2 say he's an NA guy, made me wonder if Lund Racing would build an NA car in the future to shut up the LR is an NA tuner guy. Nope, fuck no. There, there are rumblings with Devin and, and Brandon and Dakota talking about 14 to 1 compression NA Coyote. I'm like, shut up. Shut up. It's a $40,000 build that runs eight. That's stupid. Need to see another race between you and Jake. What car? I told him I'd race him in the um, Notch. The Notch is a 10-7 car. Scroll up, Alex. Uh, I did. I saw it. Best part of YouTube, YouTube, YouTuners trying to be first for clout is YouTubers, I think he meant. YouTubers trying to be first for clout is boosting a 24 with no, with no 2 and 3 pounds of boost, making a video about driving it straight face saying it's getting it. It's just a clip. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to say I don't know them from a hole in the wall, but we don't fuck with them. Like we don't, they're not dealers, nothing like that. I think they talked shit on us one day, but it wasn't enough to matter. I miss PBH Frank Lives support. Yeah, the one thing about Frank Perdomo is he is verbose, but I am not saying that in a negative. He gives you so much information, and for the people that like to listen to heavy info stuff, Perdomo was perfect, but. His skills have now landed him a great position at a construction-style place. Guy makes six figures. Guy's killing it. Shout out to him. Five Stanley says, checking in. If you want cracking wastegate wells, then go to... Okay, I don't know that, but that's on you. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to sit here and, and bash Hellhorse because I don't know anything about them. DCT Tuning Assets is a huge hang-up across all auto brands. Speaking of the GT500, DCT, I hate the Code Red I, I hate the code red versus Demon 170 argument. I see on Instagram. It doesn't make any sense. Give Dodge your props. Guys, the Dodge 170 is a way better vehicle than anything Ford has ever put out there in terms of drag racing. Dodge 170 on a stock tune went 8.9. Give them their flowers. They had built the baddest muscle car of all time. Sorry. I'm a Ford guy. Was a Ford guy. This car, eight seconds, stock tune. Just throw on a good tire, and it's impressive. They sold them a used Calamar Stage 3 and said it was good. It was broken. Oh, no. Fuck that. I, I, I own that shop, which doesn't mean much because most of these shops are... In debt, guys, you understand this is how most shops operate, right? Because you guys think you guys think that shops are just rolling in money and they're not. This is how it looks a shop is opened up usually on a business loan, then the business loan is being paid, then they earn a little more money, but they don't earn enough to pay themselves a lot of money. So the guy throws it back into the business. He can pay his rent. He can pay his bills, da 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 But he isn't paying himself a salary. So then sales pick up. Then he needs more equipment. So then he gets an equipment loan. So then he loans lifts, uh, compressors, whatever he needs, right? Then the snap-on truck comes around. You loan that out. And then that you pay him. So you're basically living off of loans. And then one day, let's say one year, you happen to generate $1 million in sales. Well, guess what? A bank is going to look at that and say, he can generate a million dollars in sales. We will give him a $200,000 business loan. Then, depending how the son of a bitch spends that money, determines whether the shop is going to make it or not. If the guy thinks he's living high off the hog because he is owing the snap-on truck, still paying his first business loan, still paying the uh, equipment loan, then the bank gives him another $200,000 line of credit, and then he buys 
a project car. Wraps it. Makes it a seven or six second car. And then says, this is a business expense. It's going to get me more money. No, it's not. Half the guys out there that see you build a seven second or eight second shop car do not come to your shop because of that car. They come to your shop because you're the fastest service, best service, you're cheap, you're honorable, you pump out good customer cars. The biggest mistake shop owners do is get themselves into heavy debt thinking they're going to build a Billy Badass shop car. Come to find out, no extra business come to you because of that promotional car you wrote off as a business expense. Jake found that out, and he got that shit fucking sold. He goes, fuck this car. This car's not making me any money. I'm going to use this money, put it back in the business. You know what made Jake money? Stop working on cars. When Jake stopped working on cars, Jake made money. Exactly. The toter home and the stacker trailer to go to what? NMRA? Streetcar takeover? FL2K? Boy, no one is going to go to those events, see you run a number, and think that their JLT off-road X-pipe car should be built by you. They're going to go to the cheapest guy. Hey, how much to put headers in? 500 bucks. Okay, cool. Puts them in. Does the same as your fucking... The, 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 I can install headers for 500 bucks. Just as good as any shop in history. And for about the same period of time. I could probably do one like an like a ultimate header set in five hours. On the ground. Like a clown. Stop it. Your six second or seven second car that you raced on the stacker trailer is not going to get you more business because let's just say, what business are you looking for? Okay, let's talk about that because I worked in a shop and I saw how project cars are a drain. Let's say you built yourself a successful seven second car, whatever platform. So now people are going to come to you to build seven second cars. So let's say you have to build three seven second cars. And you say to the customer, well, I need half up front. He's going to go, fuck you, buddy. I'm not going to give you half up front until you do some work. So now you're out of pocket putting parts on this car. And the customer could literally stiff you and take his car. Well, you could do a, a mechanics lien, but he could stiff you for it or pay you or bleed. You could bleed slowly because you're into this car for $25,000, that car for fifty, dollars and that car for seventy-five, dollars And you've received a total of $20,000 from all three. That's how it works, guys. You stop stop building a seven-second car to get JLT off-road exhaust customers. That's where the money is. The in and out, two, three-hour, five-hour jobs, boom, bam, boom, get them out of here. Shops are a Ponzi. When a tuning shop resorts to parts installs, they aren't doing well. Exactly. I see mismanaged shops grow fast, which leads to money trouble. I sell parts to speed shops. They are usually broke. Not just to buy supplies. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's bad when you find out shops float money from car to car and then the customer suffers or shops stealing parts off of customers' cars. All that debt and some dude in a storage unit at that advertised on Facebook Marketplace undercuts your labor rate. That's usually what happens. Absolutely. Headers on the ground like a clown. I'm dead. I feel that. Don't want to do that again unless I have to. Off topic. 
But do you still have the Shelby soundbite? Blown vets off in the weeds. I think I have a bunch of... Let me see. Shelby. Shelby, 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 Shelby. Farley Cliff, JJ the Boss. Is this one it? Is this it? The best vehicle I ever owned was an automatic 65 twin supercharged Cobra. I could stroke your dick while going 200 miles per hour. No problem. Whoa. I mean, look. He's wild today, so you got to be careful. He's a little on the spicy side. <laughs> Look, them Dodge years were rough. It's either build Dodge GLH on me's or sell my booty hole for 20 bucks a pop. 20 bucks a pop. Man, I could go for tall glass of Mexican dick right now. Unreal. You know what else I was blowing off in the weeds? Your dad. So there you go. That's what I got for uh, Mr. Um, Carol Shelby. Rest in peace. Chargebacks hit hard. Just had a buddy shop go through it. Old dude picked up his car, was happy as fuck. A week later, he charged back $10,000. Alex, you think Pookie's going to slide on the ops in the new Tesla truck? It's silent, fast, and bulletproof. Yes. Like Dirk rolled his Ram bulletproof truck. Why don't he just buy a Tesla truck? It's bulletproof. Brian Luna said it. He makes more money from his exhaust and quick jobs. Anyone know of a good chassis shop in Georgia? I need a cage put in a Fox. I'm going to go all the way to Pennsylvania for mine. Why do you think of female racers? I know a lot of female racers. What a fucking asshole. No, honey. Let's be honest. A chick that can race but doesn't have a rack, a, a moose knuckle, or, or, or a dump truck is not going to get the sponsorships that a girl that has does. And that's who I'm looking out for. The guy racer that doesn't have any, that has all the talent in the world, but then doesn't have a, you know, a, a girlfriend with a big rack to able to sponsor some of his builds. While girls that know nothing about cars but get attention and car guys, car um, parts manufacturers, give them parts is doing a disservice to the actual racer. No offense. And no offense, I haven't seen a badass hot, hot, hot chick that races and is successful. They race. They're not successful. Is he still designing dashes? It makes you want to swabble, uh, squabble? No, I, I think high power is uh, is coming Check in Check this out, fool. Okay, You're coming that? a little too high. No, 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 no. <laughs> I've been open for a year, and I have noticed how much people really don't really got it like that. Thank you, Valley 10 Speed. Valley 10 Speed, how many times have you uh, done a build for someone or quoted a build, right? And this guy is on Instagram Throwing money around, saying he got money, showing you his time, his, his watch. He's showing you his, his kicks, his clothes, his fit is on point. And then when you send him a quote to put headers on, he's like, yo, can you bring that down a little bit? It's a little high. Man, it's a little high. I'm a little light this month. You know what I'm saying? Look, man, I just, uh, baby mama took all my money, so I'm a little light this month. I got my, I got my BMW B58 downpipe bitch ass tune ass bitch ass car done and i need you to cut me some slack on the on the labor because i ain't got it like that i don't know on instagram it says you're on you're in fucking machu picchu you're in santorini taking a picture over that white those white buildings in that water i don't know i just i just gave you a regular price bitch hi welcome to moose knuckle racing today we watched the camaro again Second shift, I, may, I miss racing too high power. They were blowing off Corvettes in the weeds. It's actually him, right? Yes, it's actually him. No, uh, uh, this is the actual real Carroll Shelby right here. He says some wild, wild stuff. The only Shelby truck I had anything to do with was the Dodge Shelby Durango in Dakota. Those are more Shelby than any F-150 piece of shit. He doesn't even finish 
the word uh, piece of shit. Uh, wait, let me see. Um, ele- let me see. Eleven Labs. Uh, Shelby. What does Shelby say here? What does Shelby say here? Look them dodgy as we're wrong. Okay, that's, uh, that's that. What's this one? Man, every time I see my signature on shit like suitcases and cereal boxes and chili, it makes me think, why didn't I marry my college boy? <laughs> the best vehicle <coughs> I ever owned was an automatic. <coughs> that's all I got. Do I have any more? Let me see if I have any more. Well, time to take credit for vehicles I never had anything to do with. Where's my chewing gum? <laughs> I came here to chew gum and chew gum, and I forgot my gum. Oh, unreal, unreal. Email sent for the Black Gen 1. Couldn't send any pics right now, though. You got it, Cole Daniel. I'll take a look at it right after the show. Gotta love it. Um, someone said they act stupid. Diego, Chris. If in an emission state, long tubes are no-go for Gen 2, any options to move cats back, extend O2 sensors? I can't tell you how to defeat emissions. What I can tell you is this. The catalytic converter serves as an interruption between the front O2 sensor and the rear O2 sensor. So if you somehow are able to interrupt that signal a little more, you know, you know, you know. Bro, be the people who have money who always ask for discounts, in my experience, coming a little too high power. What do you think about the female racing Shirley Muldowney? Now, Shirley Muldowney was racing when... Um, Shirley Muldowney was racing in the 60s. Shirley Muldowney. She was a... But, you know, she had a rack on her, right? Let me see. Images. Didn't she have a, didn't she have a picture of a fucking rack sticking out? Yeah, this is Shirley Muldowney. See what I mean? Like, like you know, again, Shirley Muldowney. Good racer, but tits are out. <laughs> I get it. You're 100 years old right now. But, you know, back in the day, you got your race suit and you're good looking. And your titties are out. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, you were taking these pictures with these honkers. So, you know, well, sorry. I mean, uh, this is way before Instagram, but uh, the chick was honking. You know what I'm saying? So Shirley Muldowney was out there racing back in the day, and she had a decent rack on her. Uh, you know, this isn't her. This is someone else. <laughs> you know, I mean, guys, it's a thought. It's not a new thing, but Shirley Muldowney was a good-looking woman back in her day. So don't think... And again, she was racing. I don't know if she was a good racer, but her tits are out. Large Marge was a hell of a truck driver. Uh, Cat with Shelby's Chili is the reason there is shit splattered on the walls. All right, guys, I'm going to get out of here. Today, we talked a lot about a lot of things. We talked a lot about the Tesla recall, quote-unquote recall, it's really a software update. Talked about if Mustangs go gas particulate filter. We kind of ragged on... Insta thoughts that get all the sponsorships, but in reality, the real racer, even female racer, are left behind. And I think it's offensive to have a female racing only event. It should be equal because you shouldn't segregate anything. And if they have a female only event and I see the people in there are slower than me, I'm going to put on the wig and say, I'm a chick for the day and I'm going to get that fucking money. All right, guys, I'm out of here. I'll see you guys on Sunday morning. Peasant chat. We'll talk a little bit then. Hang out. I'll try to get some videos done. I'm going to work on the GT500 tomorrow, but it's going to rain like a motherfucker outside all day tomorrow. So I'm going to try to get that issue fixed where it loses boost. And then it comes back, and then it loses it again. It's a very weird issue. So Jake's going to come by. We're going to do a compression check, leak down, see if it's the motor, a motor issue. I don't think it is, but if it is, uh, you're going to be seeing a for sale sign on that motherfucker heavily discounted. All right, guys, I'm out of here. I'll see you guys Sunday. Have a good rest of your week.